solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter thirty six. The parting of the ways. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly and I'm Alex and this, this is Potter Watch. Watch. Are we hosting our NPR uh, and podcast? This is Potter Watch with. Molly Wilson. And Alex Reeves. Avid reader and analyzer of the Harry Potter series. And related works. (laughs) That was nice. I couldn't hang. (laughs) Uh, Today we are covering chapter 36, the penultimate... Let me take that back. (laughs) The penultimate episode. (laughs) Episode? Oh no. I'm Ira Glass, I'm Ira Glass, I'm Ira Glass. Okay. The penultimate chapter, The Parting of the Ways. Parting of the Ways, amazing, wonderful, apt. Her uh, chapter title for this chapter and for next chapter, hard to beat. Hard to beat. And um, since NPR doesn't do passwords, neither will we today. (laughs) Because we didn't have one, I don't think. I thought we did one. What was it? Because I didn't write it down. I feel like it would have been. I don't know. Oh, wait, maybe we didn't. <laughs> it was who's about. Oh, 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 I forgot I did. Oh, wow. My haikus are going to be a real shock. I have two. Oh, boy. I have two haikus for the show off. I must have two for the next one. I had a lot of feelings. Okay, well, wait, what What did you rename it? We're Sorry. out of our NPR voice. Sorry, yeah, I had to let that, <laughs> that go. That could not maintain itself. <laughs> um, I renamed this chapter A Phoenix on Fire. Holy shit, man. I was feeling myself. You're so on many- fire! I'm on fire! Wow, yeah. what a rebirth of a chapter rename. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well done, well done. <laughs> Snaps and claps. Well, mine's wholly unoriginal because I literally just stole a quote. It's just... I like a good callback. What's coming will come. Molly has been texting me (laughs) and saying this verbally to me, and I love it. Well, I didn't say that because I didn't want to, you know, spoil. Right, but but like quotes... I said the second half of this line. Because you said, like, I can't wait till five... 30 or whatever, and my response was, like, what's coming will come, as in, like, yeah, what's coming will come at <laughs> or something like that. Oh. I hope you got that. Oh, I did. Okay. No, I knew exactly, but I also knew you were referenced, obviously, yeah, referencing obvious. the chapter. Um, I've been very excited to um, speak about these chapters, <laughs> yeah. especially since this first chapter, I, like, really need to, like, speak to someone about it, because... Yeah. speak to power. It, Hmm. <laughs> Made me angry. Okay. Do you right. want, should I do my haiku first and you end us with a banger? Well, I do you want me to go uh, do one of mine, then do yours, okay. then do my do second yours? one? I'm going to do my silly one first. Okay, perfect. Yeah, save the best for last. It, although it's silly, but truly but serious. Powerful. Serious two Ser- eyes. Uh, yeah, serious two eyes. Okay. Um, what the hot fudge fudge? <laughs> you ridiculous <laughs> asshole. You are disgusting. Oh wow! So very serious. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Like silly, but just serious. like a like the opposite of a love letter, really. Yes, exactly. A hate letter, yeah. which I think a letter of despair. We're sleeping on hate letters. 
we should write more of those. It was very cathartic to me. So cathartic, in fact, that I could not write another haiku until, you until I got that out of my system. Yeah. Um, okay. Harry relives pain. Fudge doesn't get what's explained. A new plan's ingrained. Ooh, I like it rhyme. Well, Alex was like, no braggies, but my haiku's really good, so I was like, I better get a fucking rhyme in here, so it looks like I tried. <laughs> you did try. <laughs> oh, well. So, my um, real haiku is a hazy nightmare. A black dog that feels like home. A scared, foolish man. Wow. Thank you. That was like real poetry. Thanks. Thank you. I'm proud of my next chapter more. But but I feel like we got to everything that happens in the chapter. So we probably don't need to... We don't need to... We're done. We're done? Five I minutes. Think. I think. Yeah. Okay, here's my champ. Here's my rat. <laughs> Wow, I wrote so many notes, though, so clearly I had a lot to say. That didn't sum it up. <laughs> Alrighty. Are we ready to uh, jump in? I'm ready. Okay. Minerva? Shaky? But that hand is steady, okay? My first note, too, is on that. That hand is steady. Don't mess with Magoo, okay? She's got it under control. I just like that, like, that did not need to be included. Like, it wasn't necessary, and I was like, I'm so glad this, like, little extra thing Same. about how steady McGonagall is. Uh, Especially later it. when, like, things hit the fan, and she's like... Oh, I did my job. <laughs> oh, I can't. Oh. There are so many little details in this chapter that just bring, like, a missed a chapter that, if you think about it, it's not something that brings a lot of happiness right. to the room. So much joy. Yeah. McGonagall's steady hand, one of them. Like, Is that your champ? McGonagall's steady hand. <laughs> McGonagall's steady hand. <laughs> I wish. No. Um, I I think that this is a very good chapter for women between McGonagall and Molly. Like, I'll talk a little bit about it later. Oh, but I just, I think that they um, show very, like, strong moments. Like, even when Dumbledore is like, Molly, are you and Arthur ready? And she's like, without hesitation. I mean, this is obviously later and I'll, I haven't known about it, I think. But it's just like immediately like she's like we're ready to serve kind of and it's oh, yeah. like really powerful um i think this calling of arms in this chapter is so yeah i in uh, yes it's a fantastic chapter for women but i think it's a fantastic chapter for all of oh yeah heroes. oh yeah no like, i don't mean like it this is it's not like clearly like a female chapter i just think like there's yeah. a couple of moments that but i like even you know i know i already <laughs> i already had my like big moment about snape but i think snape actually is pretty good in this chapter yeah. i had some really kudos to him yeah and but i but i do think it was that like immediacy of everything that's going on like everybody who needed to be yeah. on it was on it except for a person who was very... In the leadership role? In the leadership role. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, um, in my la my last line of my haiku, um, a scared, foolish leader, but it, yeah. didn't, it was too many syllables, uh, so I, I had to I put in man. It. Well, obviously you would have. Um, 
Oh, so what I was going to say, I'll just keep talking. Um, I was going to say that, um, <clears throat> I originally I was like nervous to read this chapter cause I know how much like animosity it causes me, but I kind of felt like I got that out of the way by saying like, I'm nervous about it. So by the time I read it, I was like, I'm really excited. And I think it's actually like these, these last two chapters of the book, I find very uplifting for like how down we are as the reader. I think the JK Rowling does a really good job of, um, bringing us up in that moment, like the call to arms. And obviously the next chapter has some like really sweet moments. But um, in this chapter, it's like, it's like we have hope and we have, um, we have fight in us. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's, I think it's very uplifting. I, w I didn't feel as angry as I thought I was going to during this chapter. Uh, there are moments where I felt very angry in this chapter. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Yeah, but no, but I'm saying like, but I think I was over-prepared for how angry I was going to be. So see, then I was like, oh, I see the hope. I think I was ill-prepared. Ah. I think I I sleep on fudge a lot. And I forget how angry he actually makes yeah. me. So even though we just talked about it last week, yeah. I was like still like, eh, yeah. Like, I, I mentally prepare for umbrage. Yeah. I feel like we have our moments where each of us, like, over-prepare for how angry we are. And then the other one <laughs> yeah. is like, we, like, swap roles. Yes. Really. So, uh, I actually, like, it kind of hit me it, off guard. Um, I'm also, I don't know, um, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I am working on a show that deals with Columbine, so, like, it, it, reading this chapter, like, talking about, like, how you deal with, like, a student's death and, like, in the wake of that and, like, mm. Fudge's, like, wow. com complete disregard for, like, what was happening. Right. And the and dismissing of that and, like, not taking of that threat seriously yeah. like really was made me very angry it's like the difference between like oh tragically misunderstood and oh that's a terrorist attack yes and exactly it's very apparent <laughs> in today's like media when that happens mm -hmm. but yes all right <clears throat> my next note says sprout talking to the parents I know. Of Cedric as well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I was telling the listeners. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, she's probably the best person to do that. Oh, definitely. Um, I also think it's just, like, really sweet that Harry, like, is immediately asking about Cedric's family. Oh, yeah. And having Dumbledore so upset. And then I was like... Because he had to sacrifice him in his plan. <laughs> that was like a side note. Oh, like, that is like overarch. Yeah. For our like fan theory. theory. Yeah. Um, I didn't really want to think about that. I didn't in either. This mo in this particular moment, especially since I feel like uh, on a whole, this is a really good uh, chapter for Dumbledore. Oh, yeah. Um... I, it will just on Dumbledore, like, I love when he's in, I, I love Big D in command mode. <laughs> he I, makes me feel safe again. <laughs> and I know how heavy handed that is. Listeners, we all heard it, right? I don't need to comment. <laughs> because he's immediately like, I want to see you in my office. Um, yeah. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. Okay. We're going to meet back at the hospital in half an hour. Synchronize watches. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it, it, it really did make me feel like, okay. Everything's yeah, okay. Yeah, I felt like, okay, Dumbledore's got it. And and personally, I feel when it's a when it's a stressful situation, I feel very I feel much more in control when I'm being active and I have a task to do. So the fact that Dumbledore is like doling those out is really I feel like helpful to the people around him. Um, I this is like a little off 
tangent already, so sorry. But I've been reflecting a lot on how I thought I was reading the chapter mm-hmm. when I first read it. Like, I'm trying to, like, kind of remember what I went through. And when I was talking on the episode with Serafina, I was like, I think I kind of blew past the whole Cedric's death thing, didn't really think about it too much, which I think in the moment is true. But I did think that reading this chapter, I think I thought that Dumbledore was going to fix it. And that's that that it was not a permanent death, I think. Um, mm. Because... I feel like in the past, like with set or with Sirius and with Buckbeak, like Dumbledore fixed it. Like he had a plan, and they went back. And so I think that when that happened in the book, I was like, okay, we'll fix oh, it. Oh, that makes me really yeah. Sad. And I didn't think about it when we read it. It was later in these chapters when yeah. we had to deal with Cedric's parents. Where I was like, oh, I think this is final. Like this is real. Yeah, I don't think they would have put us through that. Oh yeah, I mean it does. It didn't make sense, but I think. I think maybe I mean, I in think my head. Based on past at that yeah. time, that does make a lot of sense. Yeah, and honestly, the same thing with Sirius. I went through the whole thing because Harry goes through that too. He's like, there's a way, there's a way. And I was oh, like, I was wow. so with him through that. Wow. Moment. Molly trying I to make me cry. I'm not ready to talk about that chapter yet, but um, it was really like, I'm with Harry on that. This is not. I mean, for Harry, he felt. Cedric's death permanently, but yeah, um, yeah, I thought but with serious, yeah, with mm-hmm. serious, it was really, and even with Dumbledore too, I was like, oh, I don't think he's really dead. I said that I was like, I don't think he's really dead. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just like such these a, books are traumatizing. Yeah, because right. <laughs> I mean, as a kid, and you read other like books like this, nobody dies for real. It's like soap operas. Like people come back. In them, I think, a lot. Especially, yeah. like, at this age when I was reading books. But we were right, you or you were right when you were saying about Bridget Terabithia, because that was another one where I was like, she'll be back. Oh, I, I <laughs> talked about this, right? I know, yeah. No, well, you I was like, she's up. definitely going to be back in Terabithia. And then I discovered that she was, and I sobbed all over again. Yeah. I was like, how dare she like, not be there? I was like, I guess it's Sweetie Takes a Sister, but, like, that's not what I want. Yeah. <laughs> I would like her to be there, please. Yeah. But wow. sorry to bring us down, but I, I was just thinking Bring us I mean, we were, I was, I was already on my way I know, down. but I just dug us like three feet deeper. <laughs> sorry. Honestly, if I were Cedric's parents, I would sue Hogwarts, I think. Oh, or, or the ministry, because it's or, like a ministry put on event. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and the school, but... Let's blame Fudge. Agreed. Agreed. Because I, I felt bad writing that note. I was like, I don't want to be anti-Hogwarts, but this is like a huge deal. Like, I, and I was this was that already like, a tournament that was known to kill children. Well, and that could be a, like a support for the school. It's like, you knew that it was, or like, he knew it was dangerous kind of thing, which is not Yeah, but fair, then why but... would you put that on children? I mean, I guess it's like it's 17 age. and up. That's why. But it's. It's like they're not having 20-year-olds compete in it. Like, it's for students. Yeah, it's for students. Um, I was thinking about that, too. I didn't have a note on it, but just, like, what does Dumbledore say to his parents? Like, oh, sorry. Like, what? Like, I I would be so lost for words on that. Yeah, beyond devastated. And there were supposed to be all of these fail-saves. And it's not really their fault, obviously. The schools, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not. Except for that, you know, they didn't 
have a Death Eater at the school that nobody knew about. Like, yes. if I was a parent and I knew Dumbledore's reputation, I was like, how did this happen? Which is valid and not valid at the same time. It's like... It, He's you know. not perfect. Right. Yes. But I would be, you know, asking those cues. <laughs> I mean, it's also one of those things where it's like... You want to blame someone, you yeah. know? Because yeah. this easily could have been avoided without the competition. So I just think... Like, especially if they're not yeah, really so, sold on the Voldemort I was about to say, thing, especially yeah. if they're buying into Fudge's bullshit. But I was thinking, so obviously we know about Cursed Child, whatever. But um, in this book, the real book, um, they say it's in the next, oh, it's in the next chapter. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for this. Okay. Okay. Serious. I know. Oh, 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 so, sorry. Very sweet Sirius, but I had a question about Sirius before we get into it, but does, what does Sirius know at this point? I think he knows most things. How? Well, didn't they, uh, um, they told, uh, they just, he was at Hagrid's. Who went and got him? Was it Snape? McGonagall. McGonagall. So I think McGonagall must have filled him in. McGonagall doesn't know that it's Sirius. Because Snape, Dumbledore says, there's a black dog by Hagrid's, put him in my office, tell him I'll be with him in a moment. That's it. Interesting. Is she in the room when Dumbledore's, like, one reveals Sirius now? I think she must know. You think? I think he's saying that for the benefit of other people. I think McGonagall knows about Sirius. I wasn't sure, because I was also, like... He knows that something's wrong, but I didn't think he knew everything at this he point. He seems to know a lot in the, okay. like, when we, it, when we're introduced, he seems to know the base yeah. info. Because at this point, I'm thinking only Dumbledore, Snape, and McGonagall know that Voldemort's back, because Harry just whispers it to Dumbledore, like, he's back. Yeah, And I then think, everything happens. Yeah. So, that would make sense, I guess, that McGonagall knows. I believe that Dumbledore would have trusted McGonagall. Because I did think it was interesting that he sent her out of the room before he revealed serious yeah I think she must know already yeah that that would I that makes sense yeah um sorry um well no I'm not sorry just continue with your notes <laughs> <laughs> trying to say sorry Liz same I fail every day <laughs> I won't apologize for it though thank you for waiting and let me saying that note that's what I've heard instead of saying sorry is like Thank, like, instead of saying sorry, I'm like, say thank you for waiting for me. Yeah. But. Thank you. Thank you. But sometimes people don't wait for you, and then it's like, sorry, I was late. <laughs> Thanks for not waiting. <laughs> thank you for your patience. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Um, we were at all Or space. you can just start with facts. Like, I was in traffic. And then. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> Sweet doggy dog. Um, yeah, just serious. Being a good dad. Yeah. Sticking by Harry. Can we do this another time, Dumbledore? <clears throat> and then Dumbledore has to like... I think Dumbledore's right. No, me too. Yeah. And I think, and I like what he said. I like that he listens and he's like, oh, I... Because I think what happens in this moment is that... Um, Dumbledore, in his head, 
is having a whole world of conversations that he's not saying out loud. So yeah. in his head, he's like, this is a horrible thing to happen to Harry. Harry's so brave. I, I would have never imagined he could do this. And he's saying no. all the things that he does end up saying. And then Sirius is like, Dumbledore, like, look at him. Right. And then Dumbledore's like, oh, of course, I am so sorry, but this is a necessary thing that we have to do. Yeah. And I think Dumbledore recognizes his role is to be the strong one. And yes. that everybody needs him to be strong, so he can't be questioning, he can't be sympathetic even. He And he's, like, breaking down a little bit. In, I, I sense a little bit of it in this chapter. Yeah. In it's the, in, in regard to part, Harry. Yes, yeah. in this part. But, yeah, Sirius is just, like, ultimate parental figure. Um, and so, like, protective. Like, mm-hmm. him with his hand on his shoulder the whole time... Yes. I'm, like, nodding in a very, like, I, yes, I recognize I had that same feeling about Siri, like, yeah, with the hand on the shoulder, with the... Yeah, this is maybe, like, the penultimate, or not the pen like, the ultimate Sirius is in this chapter, because, like, next book, unfortunately, like, we see him, like, you know, a little I don't want to think about it. A little depressed. I don't want to think about it. So, right now is when he gets to be, you know, really in his... This whole book is really serious in his end, like, because this is the most, like, advice he can give, yeah. and, like, he's free, and, like, all that stuff. And I just, I fall in love with him in this book. Yeah. A lot. You know? Yeah. He j- it's- Which you don't get in the movies, people. 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 <laughs> One of my uncles says that. People. People. Get it together. <laughs> Wizards, wizards. Um, yeah, read the books. <laughs> People listening to this podcast definitely don't. <laughs> so, I think Dumbledore is being as tactful as he can, but he's like, get back to business, is my note. So, along the lines of what we've yeah. already said. Um, oh, then I get mad again. At Dumbledore? No. At Wormtail. I say it's when, because Sirius gets upset because uh, Harry's talking about how Wormtail cut him and they think that he might have the dark mark or something. Oh, I don't think that. That's like a movie thing. Oh, no. I assume that's why why, uh, Dumbledore and Sirius were like, show me your arm. But maybe it can be because Dumbledore also is like, Dumbledore is the blood thing. I think they're just worried that he's, like... Injured? Yeah. Okay. Well, I wasn't sure. Which I do think... I don't know if we talked about that in the Veritas Serum episode. That was kind of cool in the movie how they did that. Harry's cut looks like the dark mark. It doesn't look like the dark mark. Because he says, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Yeah, it's just a long gash, though. It looks like he should be dying and bleeding out. I thought it was supposed to kind of look like the dark mark. Oh. That was my I thought it was like movies. I think they're definitely implying like I'll show you my Voldemort scar if you show me yours. Cuz it's like the same length and it's like got a little like circle at the top it Does looks it like have almost. A, I thought that was just blood. But we'll the blood to, is like in it, it kind of yeah, I mean, I do think I do think they're making like they're definitely making that Yeah, like, but I don't think they're doing it in the book. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. Um I thought that was like a nice movie add-on. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. What a weird thing for you to say, fucking. To a child? Yeah. Um, that was gross. I'm uh, sorry. 
No, no, no. I was making the same, yeah. like, weird I, joke, That's what I thought you were saying, Yeah, too. so it was, I, <laughs> I have no words for it. Um, but I'm saying Wormtail is such a horrifying piece of shit. Poor Sirius having to, like, relive all this, like... Hear him go through go, it. Well, hear him talk about, like, I'm sure because Sirius has thought so much about how James and Lily died and and he wants to protect Harry. I and think then, he feels like he failed him. Yeah. Or failed James. Yes, definitely. Where I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think the triumphant look in Dumbledore's eyes means? Ooh, I have that note. Um, I think it's, um, and I, this was a theme throughout. I felt like, you know how we've talked about like Voldemort, I mean Dumbledore, wow, we do this all the time. I know. Uh, that Dumbledore has a little bit of each house yeah. in him. I think there was a very Ravenclaw moment where it was like, he was I was right about my theory about the, like, um, about the blood and oh God, he figured it out and... Then he is he. Then he's like, "Oh right, this is bad for us." I I was trying to remember because I thought that this comes back to hurt Voldemort later. My memory was that Dumbledore and Harry are talking, and Dumbledore says, "Remember when he took your blood?" Like, I'm listening. Just I know I'm trying to think. Like, and then I feel like he said, "Like this." So, therefore, he, he can't do this thing because he took your blood. Like, it ends up hurting Voldemort. And so, I was thinking, like, maybe that's his triumphant look, is that he's thinking that it's going to come back and hurt Voldemort somehow in the end. This scene can fully be in there. I have no memory I know. Of it. I have a very vague memory of it. It's not, it's not strong. Um, I don't even know how to look it up. I was going to look it up before we started recording. I forgot. I put something into the search his into my search, and what came up was Voldemort gets Harry pregnant fan fiction. I would love to say that I have not seen worse, but I have. Than that? Yes. Not read it, but I have seen. I found what I was looking for mm, somehow. Good. Okay, so. <clears throat> This is in the King's Cross seventh book. Okay, in fantasy world. Yes, and Dumbledore says Harry wasn't killed by Voldemort because the Dark Lord had used Harry's blood to recreate his body. Your blood is in his vein, Harry. Lily's protection side of both of you. He tethered you to life while he lives. So so he's basically saying that like as long as Dumbledore... or. <laughs> As long as Voldemort is living, Harry will live because he has Lily's blood in him. Right. And I think, um, I had never, like, yeah, I had never thought about that. Like, I, I, I guess I think about it when we come up against it, like, in the seventh one, but about it in terms of this moment. And that's, yeah, that's cool. And yeah, so that whole try, I, I had a few, I was like, I think that this comes back to bite Voldemort and I, I'm, yeah, I'm glad I looked it up because I, uh, it was like kind of bothering Bothering you. Yeah. Yeah. And then that next line that Dumbledore says Mm -hmm. about, um, like we've gotten this particular barrier. Yeah. He's gotten over this particular barrier. You can kind of read it sassily. Like you can kind of be like, he's gotten over this particular barrier. Like. 
but yeah, I think it's like a, this is a short-term protection, but he's really, this is a good long-term protection that it's one of Dumbledore's guesses. Yes. Yes. I love that, um, this like Fox twin core thing is revealed right here. It's like very low key. Dumbledore's like, Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you know. I knew that. Casual. Like, your wand core comes from Fox. The I same, didn't, I didn't tell you ones. over muffins one time. Like, what? I'm actually kind of glad he didn't tell him about the wand thing, only because it would have, like, tainted Harry's wand, I feel like, to Harry. Like, oh, this is, like, the same as Voldemort's? Like, I thought he knew the twin core. He knew that. Already? I thought so. I thought this is when we find out about it. Oh, see, I know. No, no, no. Doesn't Ollivander say it immediately? Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay, wow. Okay, good, 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 good. good. No, we, he just doesn't know that it's, it's from Fox. Fox. Okay, thank you. Because I thought that too, and I was like, no, that must just be my mind. Yeah. Knowing. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ollivander uh, says it. The one that gave you that, that scar. scar. <laughs> yeah. Yes, okay. Woo. Glad you clarified that, because I was thinking about that too. I was like, huh? That's kind of weird that he just kind of drops that in, but it is weird still that he, like, is like, oh, yeah, by the way, it's Yeah, Fox by the way, it's Fox. Like, <laughs> that could have come up in the second one when we get all of the Fox stuff. I love it here. No, it's good. It, and I... Fox it, plays such an important role in this book. Yeah. In my notes, I have said that, uh, Fox is the better version of Nagini. Like, that's the Easter egg I want. Wow, <laughs> shots fired at Nagini. Well, mostly of like, you know, an, an animal, like a creature that... Like a protective creature? Well, most just like a creature that like becomes something more than we thought. Like, oh, yeah. I was like, I prefer Fox. Oh, I see. Like as a... As a... Yeah. I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. Like, we find out more about this. Like, I also just think this was a more tasteful... Also, we do get to find out more about Fox and the Grindelwald stuff, so... Oh, right. But I think that kind of makes it interesting. Yes, I'm excited. I'm interested to see I how Dumbledore ruin, ends up with Fox. I don't want to ruin... I don't want them to ruin it. And... Because I really love Fox, so I... I just... I actually really like what they've done so far, that it's like a Dumbledore's family thing. Yes, but I'm not... I'm. Remember we were saying it's like... It's weird to try to think about, like, the whole parentage situation. Right. And we it's not necessarily, yeah. like, we don't buy it necessarily. So I i don't want that to taint Fox. Yeah, it's not as Dumbledore end up with Fox in, his, right. like, in a, a naughty way. Oh, no. Like, because, I don't know, like, if he kills Credence or something. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Oh. Like, how oh. does he end up with Fox? And we've never heard of Credence. Like, I don't know. I'm stressed. That's, well, the, that's think, what I'm worried about. I think about. it would just find a new... Right, but it's certainly Like, I don't know if another... Dumbledore... It's not like wands. Like, I don't think Dumbledore has to be the one to kill Creed. No, I don't think so either, but I'm just like... I have cues on how he I do have it. those yeah. cues, but I'm hoping Dumbledore's hoping not the one that sweet. does the deed. I don't think so, but... But I do think he's gonna die. What happens to Creed? He has to. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, speaking of oh, Horcruxes, Sirius getting a 
excited about potentially bringing people back to life. I know. That's what, that was my next note. It was like, speaking of Horcruxes, was the... Um, I was just comparing that to the ring and Dumbledore also being like mm-hmm. shutting it down. No spell can reawaken the dead. I know. Uh, <laughs> and like thinking that these figures are similar to the ones that appear in the ring. Yeah. Although Dumbledore isn't, hasn't actually seen the ring in action yet. He He's knows done what, some research yeah, on how to bring He knows what back. it's about. Um, we're giving each other like sad, sad looks as sweet if you can girl see look. this. <laughs> Call me a sad sweet girl. <laughs> um, at me on Twitter, sad sweet girl. <laughs> we have to laugh or we'll cry. I um, gotta get out of this office. But... <laughs> We're never getting yeah, out of I'm here. Still, I have more notes. Um, I had a sassy note towards Fox. I'm sorry. I just said, it's about time you started healing his leg. She, yeah. He waits until the entire story's over and He's then being the two. They're talking about serious He's things. He's in pain. I, I had a sassy note too. Mine was, he couldn't drop some tears on that arm, boy. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> like, you're just sitting there, Fox. He had, or she. Is Fox a girl? Why does this always happen to me? I think... They say he. Okay. Well, Fox had to collect his tears. He had to, like, do the actor thing. He had to think of a sad thing. He had to put himself in the moment. I guess. Those tears are... It takes a long time. He has to think about his former owner, Credence. Uh... I feel like they're very agender with Fox, actually. Just as the phoenix let out. A oh. one-stop quivering note. Okay. Okay. I'm not seeing a lot of pronouns. Fox. I'll, I'll make... I'll be better about that. Um, serious gripping, firmer. Um, I know. To Harry's shoulder Shoulders. at the mention of James and Lily. Okay, so, I have another letter. Uh-oh. To whom? <laughs> to Dumbledore. I had a feeling you were going to have some thoughts and feelings. About this part in particular? Just about what he should have told him. Well, okay, actually, it's uh, contrary to, I think, what I usually say. Yeah. In this moment where I think we're seeing Dumbledore be a little more vulnerable and we're watching him look at Harry being so hurt by this, I can kind of see where Dumbledore's coming from. Trying to protect him. Yes. I Like, not enough. I don't agree with it. I don't think it's the right choice, but I can see why Dumbledore made it. I think... I agree with you. I said, I think this is not the moment to tell him. Right, exactly. But I, he's makes, Dumbledore makes the point, you are so adult. Like, you have handled things. But I don't think he would tell an adult this either. Not right now, but like, I, I, I don't know. Like, he doesn't even tell Snape that's what he's doing. Although that's also that's for different reasons. Different. But I don't think. Because Snape isn't trustworthy. I think if Dumbledore loves somebody, 
which I I think Dumbledore does love Harry. Oh, of course. I don't think anybody that Dumbledore loves, Dumbledore could say to them, I need you to die for everybody. Yeah. Uh, Yes. And And it's worse that he is a child. Even though he faces adult things, like, Dumbledore trying to preserve some semblance of his childhood, I think. Um, I do think, I agree with you full-heartedly that in the fifth one is when everything should have come out. Right. Because he also, Dumbledore is so tactical about everything else right now, and he's getting, things just need to happen. Things need to be done, and in the fifth one is when, instead of pulling away from Harry as Dumbledore was, he needed to be more vocal with Harry. But I hear, I like have a lot of empathy for Dumbledore yeah. here that Same. I don't give him a lot of. Well, I don't Which even... is like my, my fault, yeah. because I like... I expect perfection from Dumbledore. Like, sure. And he's safety, he's security. Yeah, so I I get upset with him about the Harry stuff. Um but I don't know if I could have done any better. I'm pretty sure yeah. I couldn't. But I don't even mean like earlier in the fifth book. I mean when he's like when they're having that chat in his office at the end of the fifth book. Yeah. Like if he's telling him all that other stuff, he should just go for he it. He should just let it all out of the bag. Although Harry is in a highly emotional state at that point. So again, it's like, when is the best time That's to That's why I think this? early fifth book. I... Or, but then he would be... Te- the, or last book. I don't think so. We talked about this. I, yeah, I don't remember what I said, but I'm on the fence. I don't know. I don't know what the best move for Dumbledore is. Because, right, I mean, he's, like, 13. Doesn't know about the prophecy at that point, so, yeah, he could have told him about that. I don't know. Voldemort's not even back yet, so it's it's like, why tell him something when Voldemort's not even back? It's not, okay, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not an easy choice. So, but I also think... I was just going to say, there's no need to tell him the anything until Voldemort's back. I don't think. Maybe. Because why Why talking, like, well, you know, if he comes back... This because is I don't think anyone's do. operating in ifs. Even Hagrid knew he was coming back. But it it's was, like, it's... It's not if it's when, but it's like, why tell him now as a child when we don't even know when Voldemort's going to come back? Okay, yeah. Yes, yes. Either way, my point yeah. wasn't to, like, okay. blame uh, yeah, no, Dumbledore I- right here. It was, like, too, um, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to, like, shut it down. I just, like, no, my no. whole point was to bring up that I was having empathy for why Dumbledore um, doesn't I'm- tell him. I'm not even trying to be like, well, you know, you're wrong. And like, I'm, I'm just trying to think of like, if I was Dumbledore, when would be the best time to tell him? Yeah. And I, I do, I don't know what I, I don't know what I argued back in the past on the podcast. <laughs> we never but do. But right currently, I'm saying that I don't think it's good to tell Harry that stuff when. Definitely not in this moment. Definitely not in this moment, and I don't think before now either. Yeah. Maybe you're right about that. Maybe... Because say, say it's, he doesn't come back until, like, the seventh year. That's, like, a, the best time to be like, okay, cards on the table, you're 17 now, we're ready. (laughs) Right. But, I don't know. Yeah. 
Well, I, I, I'll be very sure. interested to see what we say at I the will, end of the fifth I one. will go with you and say, yes, it doesn't really make sense beforehand, and we're yeah. sort of setting him up for, like, a a complex of some sort. Yeah, and just, but like, fear. Fear, just to be, like, a world of fear. But I definitely think pre-sixth book. When they're going on all those, like, yeah. let's find these horcruxes, you need to know what you're doing on that. And he's... And he's supposed to be, like, doing those lessons and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's messed up. That, yeah. That is, I don't like that. That seems very Because even if he had been, like, okay, first lesson, now I'm going to tell you the rest of the stuff. Because I could even, I could maybe make the argument that, like, Harry just lost serious. He's just finding out about all this other stuff. It's, like, an overload. Maybe. I'm going to see how I feel like at the band-aid. end of this one. It's a band-aid. you got to rip it all off. I know, but one. he was already ripping off, like, six band-aids. <laughs> yeah, well, what's another? Well, that's a big one. It's a big Band-Aid. It's a martyr Band-Aid. Yes, yes, I know. But Harry is... But all... I, okay, wow, we're really getting into it's it. It's up for the... We should wait. We should wait to talk about it. Unless it has to do with this book. You know what I'm saying? Like, because we're gonna... I feel like we're. it's gonna be a year from now and we're gonna have the exact same conversation. I was just gonna say... I'm sorry. I, this is not about the book. I just wanted to say it before I forgot. No, it. go go ahead. Um, part of like the idea of him sacrificing himself, it's almost like it has to come from him. And if it's Dumbledore telling him it's what he has to do, it doesn't feel as genuine. Yes, but I don't think I think Dumbledore is smart enough to not phrase it in that way. Like he could lead Harry there. Without being like, so here's the deal. You gotta kill yourself for the cause. I don't know how you half-ass it. But also, like, you know, the idea of, like, kamikaze... Is that the right word? The pilots? Yes. Yeah. Is that the right word? I think so. Unfortunately, there's, like, music. There's a song now that's very catchy that's called kamikaze, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, and... I, like, and it's, like, an honor-based, you know, system, and it's, like, yeah. I think it's different. In what way? A lot of times, like, that's not to, like, save, they're not killing themselves to save people. Well, for their cause, for whatever, you know, whatever their goal is. And I'm not... But sometimes the goal is to to kill other people. It's like, I'm gonna hit, like, you know... I'm talking about, like, in a time of war, and it's like... Like, they'd rather go down than... But, like, I... No, I don't see that as the same thing. Okay, yeah, maybe not. But, um... Because Harry's, like... Giving himself up so that way somebody can bring down Voldemort. Right. Like, it's very specific. It's not like, I'm doing this for the cause. It's like, I'm doing this so that we can physically kill Voldemort. It's the only way. Right. There's no... Yes, you're right. It's different because there's no other option. It's not like a moral or like but I don't think like that happens in real life anyway like if we're trying to do a real life analogy there's never going to be like one person that's the source of all evil yeah I mean I wasn't trying to do it uh, an analogy I was just saying but I was saying I was so it was like but I was I did say the word martyr but I meant more like 
he has to come to that decision on his own. It can't be because it's part of a plan. But it is part of a plan. Dumbledore manipulates him there. Yeah, right. He guides him there like you want him to do. Yeah, I just want him to do it earlier. What would that have helped? I think they could have been better prepared. I think we wouldn't have had to read about them. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I, I agree with you and I am trying to figure, I'm trying to also defend Dumbledore at the same time. And, and I, I see what, I, I fully like understand why Dumbledore does what he does and I fully understand the gravity of what he has to do. I just think Harry is, can take it basically. And I, it, it, I think no matter when he's told he's down to do it. But why make him take it sooner? Because I think then he can be better prepared. I think he can be better prepared and one, because it's more honest. Like, I think, I don't know. I think think it gets tainted. His sacrifice gets tainted by the fact that he was a pawn the whole time. You know? I, and I think part of my thing is that Harry doesn't seem angry about it. And so I don't feel that, I don't feel as angry like I do in the I mean, he doesn't one. really have time to feel angry about it in the moment because it's like we find out he decides to go because he knows yeah. he has to. He does. But even in King's Cross, like, I don't know. I feel like he's very, like, okay. And in the, in the sense that, like, he's strong enough to take it. And yeah. not, like, in the fifth one, he's very angry that Dumbledore has kept things from him. And that, I'm very is, angry. Yeah, the fifth book really does make me, I think is where this comes from. Yeah. I'm not saying that I still think that it's right, but I think that the, Harry's, like, the way Harry deals with things is part of my lens. So, like, when Harry's really angry, I get angry. When Harry's not angry, I don't get as angry. Oh, I get angry for Harry. Sometimes I do. Like, with Snape and stuff, I feel like yeah. sometimes Harry takes it too much in stride. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but some sometimes I'm like, I use Harry as, like, a marker for how I should feel, which is, like, part of the point. Yeah. All right. Um, or did you have any final thoughts on that or that discussion? Nope. We're okay. definitely going to discuss it again. Empathy with for Dumbledore. <laughs> um... um. Yeah, but I think we all agree this is not the right time. <laughs> no, this is not the time. Um, okay, now I'm in the hospital wing. Did you hear he... <laughs> Mrs. Weasley. Did you hear he needs quiet? How dare you guys talk? <laughs> Just for some clarification why we're laughing is because, like, she's the one talking. And yeah. Dumbledore's like, Molly, I think he needs um, quiet and rest or whatever. Yeah. And then she, like, turns to Hermione and Fred and George. And no, I was just about to say, Forge and Ginny aren't there, which is kind of surprising. Oh, who is it? It's just Bill. Oh, Her- Bill. It's Hermione I knew she, and There Ron. was another, yeah. like, um, child yeah. of hers there. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, we're not talking. We're not talking. Um, Harry again, he's so sweet for asking, like, how Moody's doing, real Moody is doing. Yeah. I love that Sirius is there. 
and that Molly's there because he needs a mom right now. Oh, yeah. He needs both of them for good. For sure. I like that they're his quasi-parents and that they do not get along in the next one. No. <laughs> but they are. They, like, both play mom and dad for him, and it's and they so do. cute. Oh, boy. They fill different needs of his. And Harry goes to sleep with his dreamless sleep. And we're all happy for him. And we're all... Sometimes wishing that we could use that poster, that potion, wow. And then we get the lovely, oh so lovely, oh so peaceful interruption of Fudge barreling down the hallway, zero tact. Although I think it's really Molly that wakes him up. Because she's complaining about Fudge. He'll wake him up. (laughs) Yes. That is funny. But it's Fudge's fault. It is 100% 100% Fudge's fault. And McGonagall is, like, at his heels, like, telling off the minister. I know. I was like, even at this point, like, or and we'll go through a, a huge range by the end of this, like, couple of pages. But at this point of the pages, Fudge has no one's respect at this point. Like, not Molly's, not Minerva's. Like, oh, they're yeah. all talking back to him. And it's like, you mean nothing to everybody. And you're about to status. sound even worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to do a little quote um, that Snape says. When we told Mr. Fudge that we had caught the Death Eater responsible for tonight's events, said Snape in a low voice, he seemed to feel his personal safety was in question. He insisted on summoning a Dementor to accompany him into the castle. He brought it up to the office where Barty Crouch... I told him you would not agree, Dumbledore, Professor McGonagall fumed. I told him you would never allow Dementors to set foot inside the castle, but... Whatever. I stand with Snape in this chapter. I I thought this was so... I love how he's like so he's like dragging him he's like oh you didn't feel safe with like oh my god Uh, his personal safety was in question (laughs) like I just was so I had so much joy in this moment and in Oh, and then how dare Dumbledore be like, McGonagall, I'm disappointed, or I'm shocked, or disappointed in you. Yeah. Whatever it is, it's like a slap to the face of McGonagall and to me. I felt the, and McGonagall was like, um, let me check you right here, because this is what happened. And I left my post because some heavy level top, um, bullshit Tyrant. was going on. Um, where was Dumbledore, though? Because he said, <clears throat> during the Ferris Serum episode, uh, chapter, he was like, okay, we're gonna rendezvous at the hospital, or at the very beginning of this chapter, he's like, we're gonna rendezvous at the hospital wing, tell Fudge to meet me there if he needs to talk to me. And then, they go to the office, he brings Harry to the hospital wing, he's like, okay, I need to go talk to Fudge. So Dumbledore leaves, Harry Does he falls... Say- does he say he needs to talk yeah, to Fudge? Yeah. Or does he say, I can't remember. When does he say he needs to talk to the... Um, the Diggories. It's, it's at the at end, the of, end this. of this. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure. Let me just double check. Because otherwise that's my whole plan. Um, 
you know, he says, I'll be back to see you as soon as I've met with Fudge Harry. Um, so he leaves. Harry falls asleep for at least a good bit of time. So I where is two hours. Yeah, so where did Dumbledore go? Because he has not met with Fudge. And Fudge is now in the hospital wing, and then Dumbledore just, like, shows up. Like, Dumbledore, where are you Maybe be it's been, like, only a half an hour. Maybe I was, like... I thought it had been, like, two hours, too, because Harry's, like, it's still nighttime, but it's, like, time has passed. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes when you sleep for half an hour and it feels like a long time, and then you're, like, ooh, I have 20 more minutes of my nap. Yeah. You never have those moments? Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. I'm just, like... I just don't know where Dumbledore would have gone. Maybe he had to do some pensive stuff. Maybe he goes to look for Fudge, and then Fudge is not where he's meant to be, and that's why he's all in a huff when he gets back in there. He's like, it took me 20 minutes to walk across this castle. You can't apparate in and out of Hogwarts. Yeah. Um, Um... Just more, I'm pissed at Fudge, angry, angry, angry. And then I say, Dumbledore has the patience of what can only be described as of a thousand years. Well, he's about a thousand and he works with kids. Well, that's what I, that's what like my sub note was because like when he speaks to Fudge in this moment where he's like, did you not perhaps think you're so stupid? Yeah, like like I feel bad for you. You're so stupid. It's kind of how he approaches it. But it reminded me, and I'm sorry to bring this up. I know I bring this up a lot, but like it reminded me of this episode of Dax's podcast that we were just watching, where it was like, or watching, listening to, where uh, I think it was the Sarah Silverman episode. Where he's, like, where they're both having a discussion about, like, the way to handle, like, bigoted or people that you disagree with is, like, literally killing them with kindness is, like, Mm -hmm. if you just extend that hand, then, like, somebody might take it. Like, you might actually be able to have an actual conversation. Right, exactly. And that conversation might go better. Yeah. You know, then you play If you start saying... Then if you, you know, like, go and attacking, which you're, like, your attack mode is completely justified. Right. Because these are, like, awful, horrible But you're not gonna get any results from From that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, Dumbledore's ability to, like... Because this is clearly a tactic here with Fudge. Because he doesn't crack until the very end. Right. He's still trying to get Fudge to agree with them. Yes. Which is... I was extremely impressed with because yeah. it's so frustrating. Yeah. Like that he, that, um, Crouch is dead is so, is such a loss. But like really, they took the L. <laughs> it's a loss, but only in the sense that like fudge for fudge. But like Fudge wasn't gonna believe him even if he hurt I think, him. Oh, that's true. I was gonna say I think it would be more definitive proof. But I guess you're right. Fudge just like isn't gonna believe him. He said you're. Yeah. You know he's he was gonna, raving like a lunatic. Yeah. Um, I was wondering if maybe on like some level Fudge did this on purpose, bringing the Dementor because he didn't want to hear what he had to say. 
Um, and like, he just didn't want to believe it. And now he's like, maybe realizing he did it on purpose. And he's just like digging his heels in. I think so. Either way, he's digging his heels in. I don't know if he's like consciously like, I don't want to hear this and I'm going to fuck up the proof. I don't think it's that consciously. I don't think it's that conscious. I do think he's absolutely terrified and self And I think he's 100% digging his heels in on like, I'm not... He just is like, he's saying no. He's saying no. Yeah. They're giving him proof and he's like, nope. <laughs> he can't. He can't be back. That's he just like, can't be Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the actor that plays Fudge does a really good job. He's very blustering. That's like the number one word to describe Fudge. Blustering. I, no, no, no. I agree with you. I just, he makes me so sick. <laughs> um... Um, v fucked up for Fudge to have this conversation in front of Harry where he's, like, basically accusing Harry of being a head case. Oh, that and made I me... I love s- that Harry calls him out. Yes. I also Rita love... Skeeter, uh, Prime Minister. That's sad. It made me sad. Jim Dale reads it in a sad voice. He doesn't read it in sassy Harry voice. It's a little sassy. It's sassy, but it's more it's like... like a subtweet sassy. It's subtweet sassy, but... The tone of voice that Harry says it in, it's, like, with the weight of everything else that's happened that day. The weight of the world on his shoulder. Yeah, he's like, you've been reading. And I'm like, no! There are, like, two moments. But I like how he's, like, the first one to pick up To put it, yeah, to... to, I mean, it is about him. I bet Molly was feeling really... Yeah, this is great in that moment. But anyway, um... I also love that Sirius is, like, growling, and my note says, sick him, Sirius. Yeah, but I wish he would bite him. Right in the balls. <laughs> what balls? <laughs> Good one. I, I meant to rate this in time for next chapter. I said the only thing worse than experiencing this tragedy is having people not believe you. Oh my god, yeah. Like, I can't even imagine. It, it To put it into, like, present day, we talked about this on another episode, but it's, like, the students at, at the Stonewall, um, Douglas High School, um, mm-hmm. where, not that people don't believe them, or, or, or um, no, it is, it's exactly like the student, the the Connecticut school, um, the elementary school. Um, Sandy Hook? Yeah, Sandy yeah. Hook. The parents have to deal with these ridiculous people on the internet that are like, this is a hoax. Or like 9-11, it's like, mm-hmm. this is a hoax. It's like, such, it's so awful to like have to argue that, that your tragedy that is real. still is, um, is not real. It's not yeah. real. Like, you have to argue that your tragedy is real, and somehow that, like, minimizes it if you have to, like, defend it. Or, like, this happens to women all the time, like, yeah. rape survivors, like... Wow, we the, have so many examples. Well, because it happens yeah. all the time, and it's horrifying. Like, the courage it takes to talk about being a survivor of any kind of abuse, and then yeah. to have the court and people after you've publicly admitted this. It's worse public opinion. It's worse. Yeah. It's worse. And what I say is like, wow, we just thought of so many examples because in this instance, it seems so implausible that somebody wouldn't believe it, but it's like, no, it's It's, really plausible. Yeah, this really put it in 
perspective when we did all these real world examples because I think I get so frustrated because I'm like how could you not believe him and that's how I feel when it happens in the real world too but like in this context I don't put it you know we have all the facts yeah (laughs) like as the reader but uh yeah um I just have a sassy note towards Fudge. Mm-hmm. Fudge is like, you'll forgive me, Dumbledore. I've never heard of a curse scar acting as an alarm bell before. You've never heard of someone surviving the uh, AK curse before, so step off. Yes, I call it the AK curse. <laughs> it, it shocks me every time. Um, um, my, my next couple notes are just sassy like responses to Fudge. Um, Snape's reaction is interesting to the, when, uh, Harry says the Malfoys. Yeah. And he like, what do you make of that? Do you think it's because he's friends with the Malfoys despite all of it? Do you think it's, what do you make of it? (laughs) I had, I meant to make a note about this too, because I don't have an answer. I was trying to think about it do you have a thought no, no. I was okay. hoping you did uh, well I was just stalling um I think it could be that he still has like a connection to them or just like um I don't maybe he was like was I mentioned like a startle mm. I but here yeah, because oh, well, he didn't I guess- hear the retelling on Harry's end, but he also just heard the whole thing from Crouch and didn't seem to startle like that. Yeah, it was it was right after the Malfoy. Maybe it was like the reality of it, how or how close it is to Snape. Yeah, or maybe he was surprised that Malfoy too went back, but also like he shouldn't be. I don't know if Snape thought that people were gonna run away like Carcroft did. I'm just throwing things against yes, the wall. Yes, yeah, and I'm, I'm None of them are really I'm in, sticking I'm for me. I'm internalizing and I'm... Yeah, none of the things I just said are really sticking for me as options. I think it's gotta be... That he still likes That he's still friends with the Malfoys. I think... And he doesn't want them... I, I think he doesn't want what happens in the fifth one to happen. I think, despite Lucius being awful, I don't think he wants Lucius and Azkaban. Um, or he doesn't want to have to fight Malfoy at some point because he knows he's playing this double agent role. Oh, interesting. Maybe he's hoping that he had, you know, given up the old ways, as it were. But, like, yeah. Even though Snape knows you can't just leave, um, the service. Yeah. Of Lord Voldemort. Snape is so interesting in this chapter. I'm going to think on this. Because I had a note in the next chapter about something that Snape does when Harry catches his eye in the Great Hall, but Mm. I want to talk about it. Ooh, interesting. Just like a thought on what it could mean. Uh, Similar to this is like, what was that reaction kind of? So I don't, I don't, I was also trying to think of it, of what this startling could mean, but. Maybe it is a. Maybe it, I, one of the things that you said did stick with me of, like, the reality of it. Like, I lived all this and I have to go back. And maybe he didn't, maybe he's, like, surprised. You got it? No, well, no, this is just, like, a, 
argument that I tried to make last oh. chapter, or uh, yeah, two chapters ago, was that um, I thought that it was odd that Voldemort said everyone's name since Moody, um, that Karkaroff said that he wouldn't say people's names, and so maybe uh. Snape is like, you have everyone's name. name. Oh, that's a, about that's Harry a good having theory. everyone's name. That's a good theory. Um, but I mean, you and Serafina didn't agree with me that it was a odd thing. I, well, not that it was I an odd thing. I don't think I disagreed but... with you that it was odd. I think we were arguing that it was on purpose, like it was like yeah, a punishment. yeah. You guys and I was saying that it was a mistake. But I think either way, in this yeah. context, yeah, it um, it still fits that it would be yeah. shocking to Snape. Yeah. Because uh, I think it was, whatever it was, it was out of the norm. Yes. That they would say the names. So, yeah, I think that could be it, maybe. My and next. and I think it's because it's Malfoy, too. I think there's something to that. McGonagall, go off. <laughs> um, when she says, you fool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, my I just assassinated to, to Fudge right before that when he's like, you could have found those names in old reports. They were all clear. It's like, you think that's a coincidence that those were people accused 13 years ago? I couldn't even. And that Harry did research. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Snape didn't have a sassy comment about that. That would have been like hilarious. Like a minister. It's not I don't time. defend Potter, but he would never have done research. I would have died. I would have had to rescind my letter. But you know how bad it is that Snape is not even digging on Harry. Well, that's my note later, is that things are serious because Snape is acting... Serious with two eyes. Yeah, <laughs> serious with two eyes because Snape is not acting normal. Um, yes, McGonagall. That's, that's what you were starting to say. Yeah, just my note. I said my note. Just were to go off. Um, I said, it's kind of weird that Big D, Dumbledore, is laying out the plan right now to, to fudge. Like, you need to do banish Yeah. Right. But I was also like, um, he knows that he needs to say this to fudge now because he, he might retain some of it and might later be like, okay, I'll do what yes. Dumbledore said. Because he also knows he's not going to get a chance to talk to Fudge, like, after this. Like, for real. Like, this is yeah. his last chance. I I have that exact same note here. I'm like, I think it's so funny that Dumbledore, after all of this, is like, whatever. You need to do this, 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 this. Yeah. Detail. And it's, like, very specific. De- I was it's say, like, detailed instructions. Because <laughs> he's trying to get him to go into his office to meet, yeah. but he won't. So he's like, all right, I'll just say it now. Like, this is what you got to do. And then in all caps, my note says, this is not about you, fudge. People won't like it. Blah, 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 blah. It's like Dumbledore calls him out. Yeah, good. I think we should put his um, thing in. From Jim Dale. Oh, Dumbledore's? Like, you're blinded by the love Yes. Of oh, yeah. I have a little note to say that. Okay. The- you are blinded, said Dumbledore, his voice rising now, the aura of power around him palpable, his eyes blazing once more. By the love of the office you hold, Cornelius, you place too much importance, and you always have done, on the so-called purity of blood. You fail to recognize that it matters not what someone is born, but what they grow to be. 
Your Dementor has just destroyed the last remaining member of a pure-blood family as old as any. And see what that man chose to make of his life. I'll tell you now. Take the steps I have suggested, and you will be remembered, in office or out, as one of the bravest and greatest ministers of magic we have ever known. Fail to act, and history will remember you as the man who stepped aside and allowed Voldemort a second chance to destroy the world we have tried to rebuild. Insane, whispered Fudge, still backing away. Thoughts and prayers on that? I love this speech. I love it, I love it, I love it. It really brings also the themes of prejudice in this book full circle. I agree. I love it and I think it does, but I'm also like, is it really relevant in this moment? Because it doesn't seem like that's what they're talking about. He does mention like, don't Fudge mentions like, bring back the giants, that's crazy. But that's like the closest we get to them to yeah. anyone bringing up the purity Love of blood. Purity. And I know that's overall what it's all about, but like, Fudge isn't bringing that up right now, so I'm like, it's a little irrelevant, but I think it's all obviously important, and it's a wonderful speech. Well, I also think, you know, Voldemort's overall plan is to do with blood purity. So he's right. talking about, like, Fudge, I think... But what, he's saying that, Cornelius, you place too much importance on blood, and then he's, like, talking about the moody stuff, but, like... Fudge hasn't said that in this conversation. I know that Fudge believes that because of other But I also think context. it's also a harken back to the whole, like, you're talking about noble families, like, that were cleared. That were cleared. Yeah. Okay. Too. I, I'm, like, making the stretch because I yeah, like the I speech, like it. But yeah. I want I, to make I the think reach. Yeah. The, I think there are reasons why it goes there. I think it's all... I think it's really important to say in this moment. I just feel like she should have thrown in a line for Fudge to, like precipitate that mm. it going there like because and it wouldn't have been a stretch because fudge has been like edging that line yeah. this entire time we've known him um he might not have outwardly said something malicious but it's not it's clear how he feels which is just as bad if not worse at least with Malfoy you know what you're getting right I also think if this was, like, a particularly difficult, like, monologue in a play that, like, it felt like it came out of nowhere, like, the play, like, clearly wanted to say this, like, a good justification for, like, the actor playing Dumbledore could be this was kind of a breaking moment for him. Yeah. Like, this is this something is everything he's I felt, felt about Fudge exactly. for a really long time. I, I get that. It yeah. comes off, like, I'm so fed up with you because this is what you always do. Mm -hmm. So I buy it, and I buy where it comes from. I was just, like... Especially since Dumbledore seems very calculated in his tactics right now. It yeah. does seem to... I, I, I totally see where you're coming and from. And because I think that Fudge is still in the mentality, like, I don't want to be seen as a racist, but I am. Like, I want to kind of keep this, like, image that I'm yeah. cool with everybody, but Dumbledore's calling him out that he's not. I also said, after... I didn't realize this as we've been talking about it, but my next note does kind of, like, have an... Uh, it's a similar thing to what I just said to you in that, like, this is what I've been feeling for so long. Yeah. But it also has to do with this next moment where Dumbledore then is like, if you're not going to do this, if you're not going to step up fudge, you know, is that mm -hmm. in that speech? At the end, is that where he does um, it? Like, if you fail to act, yes. history will remember right. you. 
or, or, or that like I'm gonna do what I need to do and you're gonna do what you need to do. Yeah. And we have reached a party. Yeah. Ways. Oh, um, I love that line. It, I love it so much. And for all of the Dumbledore has very many houses within him. Like this is such a Gryffindor. Oh movie. yeah. It's so Gryffindor. Like, and I think that's where this whole speech comes from. I think he's given up on Fudge at this moment and he's like, fine. I've tried all my tactics. Yeah. I did my I've best. done my Ravenclaw thing. I've done my Slytherin thing. It's not, I've even done my Hufflepuff, like, let's all get along thing. It's not working. Here's me. Fuck you. This is what we're doing. <laughs> I literally use that as an example of, like, how a Gryffindor would be blunt versus how a Ravenclaw yeah. would be, like, um, what did we say? It wasn't blunt. It was, like, uh, um, it was something else, but I was, like, a Gryffindor would be like, fuck you. And, and a Graven Law passive aggressive, maybe? No, I don't know. It was something about being honest, but not in like necessarily a book. I don't know. I don't remember what it was, but it was exactly that. I was like, yeah. a Gryffindor would be like, fuck. Which you. I think this is a big fuck <laughs> you. Yeah, no, like, like, like a front. Of, I love it. I it, love yes, it. Yes, exactly. In front of everybody, Dumbledore's like, I don't care what you do. I was trying to do you a favor, trying to make you look like a hero, but if you're not going to pick that up, fine. I am going to let everyone yeah. say that I should have been the one being minister. Drop wand. Bye. Like, yeah. I just love how she writes that line uh, in the text because it says, um, if your determination to shut your eyes will carry you as far as this, Cornelius, we have reached a party of the ways. You must act as you see fit. And I, dash, I shall act as I see fit. Like, I just love that. And mm-hmm. I, I shall act as... As I see fit. Like, I don't... That double I just, like, mm-hmm. feels very powerful and very, like, this is a leader and this is, like... Yeah. I don't know. The phoenix on it. fire. This yes. is the moment right here. I love it. He is... He is ready. Oh. Yeah, he's rebirthing the order of the phoenix. <laughs> wow, that just, like, really got me pumped up. I like, know. his speech... Is it hot in here? Is it hot? I'm sweating. My ears are warm. That was Jude Law Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Um, yeah. Oh, can you imagine Jude Law saying that? I, I would. <laughs> I, I would, would be disrobed. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. It is warm in here. We got, we got toasty with the Dumbledore. Woof. Okay. I have another I Heart Snape moment. Save! <laughs> I said, what is happening? I'm really upset. Um, Snape is actually pretty selfless here. I said, I was like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I love that Snape does this in front of everyone, mm-hmm. especially because he carries so much shame. I yeah, think. that's what, that was my biggest thing. And was like, like, Molly Weasley's there, like, who I think he's very indifferent to, but like, it's, the people there are very specific, like, Harry's he would, yeah, there. he would never want to look, like, Siri, oh, he doesn't, he doesn't know, know. Siri's But there. Hermione, who I feel like he has, like, you yeah. know, a weird thing with. Uh, Yo, don't say it like I that. Know. Sn- <laughs> My fans it was are a Simone, like not a wink but a leer. <laughs> um it is it was just like even like I feel like in front of McGonagall who I think he respects so he he does not want even her to see him like that which mm-hmm. is why we've talked about their battle in the seventh one is like really powerful because it hurts that McGonagall doesn't know that he's mm-hmm. on her side. I agree. I agree. And I think it I I think it really, really, 
I, I just think it's a big moment for him. I think this is very hard for him. And I think it's great that it comes at the very end because it's so it's in desperate. character that he, yeah, he waited. He was like, I don't want to have to do this. This is the and last. And then he sees Dumbledore Gryffindor out and he's like, God damn and it. And Dumbledore doesn't ask him to do this. No. He just, oh, I, uh. Because Dumbledore's I, like, whatever, Fudge. We don't need you. We're going to do this. And Snape is like, this is important. Yeah. And, and I'm going to do he my like part. He rolls up his sleeve. He shows his mark. It's a good moment for him. It really is. It's a good moment for him. I have another yay moment. Go. Well, I don't know if I'm too far ahead. I'm at Bill and Molly. Oh, oh, my last thing about Snape was just okay. like, we never see him this on the Vulnerable. good side. Oh, yeah. Like, this is when you he know. He usually cuts it with something awful. And yeah. you sort of have to, like, reckon. And you're questioning. Yeah. And this is, this is, like, one of his best moments in the whole series. And I think a lot <clears throat> of people forget about it. I forget about it. I, um, I don't think about him rolling up his sleeve moment, but I think about him going and talking to Voldemort. Oh, yes. I think about I that. I think about it a lot. But this, this, I think, is more... Like it's not as brave, but I mean, it's actually, brave in a different. It's, it's not. It's not as brave. It's not as brave, but it's a vulnerable. Like I think vulnerability is harder for Snape. Yes. So I think he this. Can, it's is, easy for him to be conniving. Yes. Even though it takes a lot of bravery. Yeah, but this is like a vulnerability that I almost. I just don't expect it from him. It's so out of. Yeah, it's not expected. It's. And I don't think, you know, other than the, his final moments, it really happens again. Again, waits till the very literal last second. When he gives him the memory. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty powerful. I guess. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Casually. That's, I don't, I don't want to think about good <laughs> No, I mean, I, I enjoy not liking him. I'll just say that. It's, I mean. It's easy not to like him. I Yeah, I mean, I have my letter. Yeah. But this is a really good yeah. moment for him. Yes. And I totally 100% And I feel more free that. to say it now that I've had my letter. Yeah, because you don't feel like you're being defensive. Yeah, like he's a, an asshole. But this is a good, yeah. a good for him. Especially because like next book and I don't the sixth know. book are rough. But obviously the sixth one's rough. But... Okay, Yas Weasley family. Um, Mo this I was talking about this earlier. Um, Dumbledore was like, Molly, am I right in thinking I can count on you and Arthur? And she's like, of course you can. And she's like, she's white-lipped, but she looked resolute. And that's like the same kind of description as McGonagall. So that's why I was like, this is like, ladies are her, strong. She is shaking, but her hand is steady. Yeah, even like... I just have a really soft spot for Madame Pomfrey, even though she's yeah. not, like, in this, like, order, like, rise up. She's, like, not backing down oh, from Oh, yeah, anything. and she, and Dumbledore, she, like, takes things with stride, and you know. I love her. <laughs> I love her. I love her so much. I don't remember if we housed her, but I would like to think she's a Ravenclaw. <laughs> but I think we said she's probably a Hufflepuff, because of, Did like. Did we say that? I don't think we housed her. I thought we housed her. She might have been the unsorted. We probably said Hufflepuff. I actually. think you argued Hufflepuff. I think I remember you because of healing. I'm I'm still arguing Hufflepuff. I just wanted to be like, 
another Rita I just Klum. don't know. I like when it, yeah. cause when I think about it right now, I don't know. She's so goddamn sassy. But she's so like yes, nurture. Yeah, and like and hardworking, like all of those things. Yes. Oh yeah, she is. She yeah. is she's I, yeah. all of the above. I think we all ended on Hufflepuff yes. in the end. Um, and then, uh, sorry, just to continue with the Weasleys. And then, like, Bill is, um, he's, like, so inspired and ready to fight. Like, he's like, yeah. I'll go, I'll go now. Like, I'm not waiting. And I was thinking, this is gonna make you sad. But he, I think... Molly! I think he's almost the same age as, like, Her- or, um, James and Sirius during the last war. Like, yeah. he's it's that a similar, age. yeah. And he's, like, that age group of like we're fighting it's our war yeah yeah and I think that's really powerful and I think and we see him becoming a huge part of the order and I and I think that I agree it's so cool that he's here for this moment and I think that's why he's so involved later and I've never thought about that before I mean Fred and George are also get very involved but they're like they say like they're too young yeah and like Bill is like there yeah for it. no I I totally yeah I totally agree with you I and I think I think it, it's it does because make me he's sad, here but, but Bill survives so it makes me yeah you know less sad but um but I really I I do think it's because yeah he sees Dumbledore he's very inspired yeah. by yeah. this I mean how could you not be like I would want to if I were in that room you know I would want to be active yeah um it's like this yeah this like young call to arms yeah thing and i think it's it's really it's cool. it's inspiring to me now i'm like we've got a revolt against voldemort <laughs> yeah it's like our our age group now like getting involved in like protests and things like right. that um i have some um, other kinds of notes in okay. relation to the Weasley family. Ron, first of all, never tell your mom to shut up. Oh, I kind it of was liked funny, it. It was, no, was like, I, it was cute. He's cool, mom. Yeah, like, mom. Oh, you're at the serious reveal? Yes. I am. Are oh, you? did we have any notes on, like, your winnings and then, oh, wait, that's later that's when later. he tries to, okay. Okay, yeah, I'm at the serious reveal. Yeah. Mom, shut up. <laughs> I thought it was funny. It was cute. I thought it was a really good line for uh, JK. She's really good at diffusing tension in this chapter. Yeah. Also, the next chapter. Molly took it better than expected. She yeah. had her, like, dramatic guess, but then she just... She, she was like... No more cues. She got, she's, in, she's in battle mode. Yeah. She's, I mean, she's not a fan of Sirius, not because of this, though. Yeah. <laughs> It's not because he was, like, a convicted Yeah, she thinks he's reckless and that he treats Harry too much like a grown-up. And also, it's a little bit of, like, claimsies on who gets to be Harry's adoptive parent. Who's there for him. Yeah. Who loves him more. Yeah. I wish Arthur was here right now. Me too. I've had that thought, too. Where is he? I miss him. He's, like, working. (laughs) He's about to, like... Get the he really does get the army together at the ministry. Oh yeah, because Dumbledore says like Arthur's well placed, and then Bill's like, "I'll go to Dad. I'll go now." Um, but Arthur like gets Kingsley. He yeah. gets other people, but like, Arthur is like, yeah, he's good people. We say yeah. this every time Arthur comes up. Like we've he's like, MVP of the entire series. I don't is know. Arthur, our favorite character. I feel like under 
um, undervalued or under um, appreciated. Underappreciated best yes. character. I think nobody dislikes Arthur, but nobody's like, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Yes, I think he's one of your favorite. Yeah. Like when I say your, like yeah, I meant I meant a like a unifying your, which is weird. I don't think your is usually used like that. Well, you can be plural, which I don't love. That yeah. syntax. I'm going to say it's the, he's like. He's our. He's most undervalued. In, yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a, like, I just wanted a little bit more from Sirius in this moment. I just said, tell him you love him. I just wanted to hear Oh, wait, it. I'm not there yet. Sorry. Or he's about out. to leave. Yeah, I'm not there yet. Okay. I said, this mini scene. Where Big Daddy D has Oh, is his... that one where okay, no way. You can't continue that note quite yet. Who? In my notes, I said Big Daddy D okay. just for you. Cause I you like to call Big D. Uh, him Big D. And I have called him Daddy once or twice. <laughs> when Daddy um, D, we get it, Big Daddy D. When Big Daddy D makes his two sons. Shake hands and be You're friends. You're both invited here. I, it's so. It, it is like the prodigal son. If yeah. If you're familiar with your Bible um, stories. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh wow. Like. Because serious, sorry, I'm going to go on a little Bible thing right now. Ooh, I'm <laughs> ready. Let me get my bourbon. Okay. <clears throat> if you're not familiar with the prodigal son fable, whatever, in the Bible story. Um, there's two sons. One of them is, like, allegedly spoiled. He takes all of his inheritance, leaves the family, goes off and, like, you know, prostitutes, all of that stuff, runs out of money and comes back. Meanwhile, the other son has, like, been diligently, like, working on the farm and, like, providing all this service to his dad and He's like, why don't you love me as much as mm-hmm. this one that left you? Mm-hmm. I stayed here this whole time. Son comes back. The prodigal son comes back. And the father's like, let's have a feast for him. And he's like, you know, has no money. He's like only coming back really because he doesn't have any money, blah, blah, blah. And the younger son is like, how dare you like open him, like bring yeah. him back in open arms like mm-hmm. this. Like I've been here for you and you would never, you've never thrown me a feast. Like, yeah blah 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 and it's just like a little lesson about like this jealousy but I think Snape is the younger the other son and Sirius is the prodigal son coming back yes I I that was a very long story no 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 I knew where you were going with that I disagree that Sirius is coming back like out of like a I need no, he, or that no. he even is like the bad son he's of not, the two. No, like, he's not doing any of those things. I mean, he was like in jail, but like <laughs> the way Snape sees him, yes. he's like this wild. Yes, it is Snape's can pers- do no wrong yes. son. Yeah, and he's like, I've had to work for this spot, kind of, and like I've been, I've yeah. been here, you know, serving Dumbledore. Yes, no, no, no. I from yeah. Snape's perspective, definitely. Yeah, you know what this also made me think of. Umbrella Academy, where like one, yeah, is like, how dare you guys come back? Yeah, you left, and then you left at us. the end. It just turns out he's the worst. Anyway, uh, spoilers. 
<sighs> I have feelings. Um, but yeah, I get a weird, sick fascination from that interaction. I'm sure there's a lot of fan fiction. Maybe. I don't want to read it. There's but more you fan- know there is. There's more fan fiction about... James. I've, I've seen Lupin serious a lot. Obviously. Not, not Lupin. Sorry, that was... <laughs> I can't even say it. That's how naturally Lupin like, it comes Snape. to me. Lupin Snape more than I see serious Snape. Oh. Because of the whole potion making thing and because yeah, yeah, Lupin's yeah. a little more... Forgiving. Um, forgiving. And they have like an arc that like could end in happiness. Yeah. Um, I've seen- there's just too much tension here. I feel like there's probably even more James Snape. Maybe. I have not seen it, but, um, um, I've actually also seen a lot of Snape, um, Regulus, too. Yeah. As well as James Regulus. That's a big That's one, too. Weird. Yeah. Not feeling that. Don't know why. Not really feeling any of them, but definitely not feeling that. <laughs> you ship Regulus with Snape more. Yeah. 100. They both need love in their lives. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I haven't read any of James them. James so. Regulus is just weird because it's like his best friend's sibling. It's Rand. Well, I mean, <laughs> Harry. Oh. Harry and Jenny. No. Yeah. I don't know. That's true. That's a good point. I, I think the James Regulus one comes from people just like to write fully gay universes. Yeah. So they need a partner for James that isn't Lily. Because that's when Sirius and Lupin are together. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, like, Sirius, Lupin, like, most of it that I read, personally, it Lily and James are the couple. But, um... I gotcha. Yeah, you know, you know. People like to experiment with ships. I feel like Regulus James is a, a similar ship to Ron Blaze. Like, it comes up in the same okay. way. Where it's like, we're in a universe where everyone's queer. Gotcha. Like, this is like... These are the extras. Yes. <laughs> I get it. Also, you made a good point with the Ron, Jenny, Harry triangle. Oh, that's the thing. Also, that I read, and I read this in just recently, like, uh, the main pairing was Sirius and Lupin, but the side couple was a thruple of Lily, Regulus, and James. That's even weirder. I know. But that's, I've actually seen that before. Because people, like, love Lily James, but they also like the idea of Regulus James. So they just have them be a thruple. Oh, fan fiction. It's a magical thing. Okay. Harry's... But to make Sirius stay broke me. I actually teared up. My note was, tell him you love him. I just wanted Sirius to say, I love you, Harry. And I know he's saying it in other ways. I just wanted the actual words. Yeah, I mean. They never say it. I don't think they ever do. Molly, stop it. You are going to make me cry. I'm just saying. No. I just don't think they ever say it. Okay. Well. It's like when Hermione says. I know. He misses you. And I know you miss him. (laughs) Or no, you miss him. And I know he misses you with Harry and Ron. Yes, I knew. I knew who you were talking about. Wow. 
I was I trying to lighten it by saying it, that. That did lighten it, but I, I am still going to think about it. It's going to haunt me. I'm going to be laying in bed tonight and being like, serious in I never said I love you. But they um, say it in so many different ways. Oh, yeah. They both know, which is... The I moment. know. That's more important, but... Like, even literally, like, in their last moments, that's what they're saying. Like, Harry, like, calling Sirius and Sirius leaving to go... But Sirius says James, which mm-hmm. hurts. Oh, that's not what I was talking about. Not oh. in their literal final moments. Oh, I, I meant in the acts of... Oh, yeah, the James thing fucks me I up, know. man. I don't need to think about that. I thought that's what you were saying. I was like, I do not take that. Oh, no, no, no. Way. I meant, like, in the final moments as in the things that lead up to the final moments, which is not accurate. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not what I said. I could have just said that. But, um, yeah, when, oh, and Jim Dale does a beautiful job of that butt. I don't know what it was, but, like, his voice, like, breaks a little bit, and I was like, how dare you, Jim Dale? But you can see Sirius shifting into now uncle mode, because he's like, I'll be back, you know I have to do this kind of thing, and that's not, like, that's not daddy Sirius, that's uncle Sirius. That's uncle Sirius, and it's, it's a little bit of, I get to fight. We have a mission. Serious. But his mission this year was protecting Harry. Right, but I'm saying, like, I think there's a part, I don't know, I don't even know if I want to make this point, but I did have this thought, where it's like, he's eager to do something like this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not bad. I think he just wants to be needed. Yes. And it's like, I don't know if Harry needs me I mean, Harry does need him, clearly, and he knows that, but he's also like, I can do more fighting than I can do protecting. Yes. Yes, I do think that. He's not the protector. Yeah. Um, But I love this, like, he's gonna go, and they, like, name all the people, and then it's like, you're gonna hang low at Lupin's, and I'm like, ugh, the old crowd. He's going to get his bill. Who's ready for Order of the Phoenix? This girl. <laughs> Who has ten fingers and is ready for Order of the Phoenix? Whoop, whoop. Um, yeah. So I think bringing back the Diggory's in this moment and Harry's still apparent, like, trauma... It really adds, like, this depressing weight to, like, this whole thing. Like, I don't, I don't know, I know exactly what I'm trying to say with this note, but I'm trying to convey it. So this whole chapter. Oh, are you at the money? Yes. He says, I don't want the gold, it should have been yeah. Cedric's. Okay, I just had one note before Oh, sorry. Um, I just said, honestly, one of the bravest things that's happening ever is... Um, Dumbledore saying to Snape like you know what you have to do and he's like yes and then Dumbledore says good luck and Snape is looking pale yeah so that was it (laughs) we already talked about it so I mean Snape could die here he's I think honestly half expecting it and is like maybe not that mad about it hey I think I know that was that was a lot I do think that's partly why Snape can do what he does is because he's like, the person I was, like, living for is not here, so I'm going to do what I can, but I'm also, like, okay if I, you know, you know. 
Yeah. I don't want to say it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, yes. I think that's part of his mentality. Amy Schumer said something like that on her episode of Dax's pod. I don't remember. She was like, people are like afraid of like dying. Like when yeah. they get in a plane and they're like, yep, like this plane could go down. Amy was like, I just think, okay. <laughs> Great. This plane can go. Yeah. yeah. She's dark. She's yeah. Dark. She was very dark about I it. And I was like, that's. Now realistic she's like okay great she's like well great like she was like the idea of living is so difficult that like the idea of dying seems like a break or something like that yeah it was really it was really dark but like and she like it was such a relatable way like not in a like i don't know maybe that's like revealing too much but like yeah i don't know but it was just like i was like I see, I see where you're coming from, Amy, but, like, I, I, I don't even think she was, like, in a, like, particularly, like, depressed even like, place in, like, a, or anything. It, like. not, it wasn't coming from a, like, I don't think, I don't no, know her she, life, but, like, depressed, it was just, like, a, you know? Like, I, I, I've lived, and she said, she's, like, I'm living my life as fully as I can, because she talked about her dad being sick and stuff right, like that. Right, and she, yeah, it's, so I think she's, like, clear. okay with that. The conversation started with, um, I live my life. Like, I could die at any minute yeah. because... And so, and so I think she just has a very healthy way of looking and like at that. And, like, if I'm going to die, I'm not going to worry about dying. Right. Yeah. Just to put a, a happier... A happier on. spin on it. But in, Which Snape's case is not as happy. But, you know, he's... um. But I think that's what makes him so good at his job that he has mm-hmm. to do is that he's, you know, not afraid of dying. I guess I should say it like that. Right. And he's living... He's living, he doesn't, he's not living for him. He's living to make up for what he did to Lily. So if he yeah. dies, he dies. Doing, doing that, that. Doing thing. that. Which so. honestly would, for him is like, I succeeded because yeah. I died doing this. Right. Just like she did. Yes. Which, yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 That was maybe too much. Nope. 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 Okay. The Diggories. Um, yeah. I, um... No, and I was, I think I was actually talking about Dumbledore saying, I've got to go talk to the Diggories. Um, um, just about him saying, like, I don't want the gold. Him, just, you it have was, it, it should have been. Suckers. It was more about the energy of the whole chapter where it's like, and, and this made me think of it again, where it's like, despite everything that's happening, this chapter still holds the weight of Sick. a child has just died. And I and saw Harry, it. Yeah, and yeah. I have seen it, you know? Um, yeah. Similarly, I just had the note of Harry trying for the first time to vocalize that he felt like it was his fault. I told him to take the cup. And it's so important that Mrs. Weasley is there because that is exactly who he needs. We were kind of talking about this earlier. Like, the people in this chapter that need to do something are there. Like, the... The things that need to happen are going to happen because the people are in place for it. And, like, Mrs. Weasley is in place to be able to deal with Harry's grief right now. And yeah. there's nobody else Yeah, Sirius couldn't have had that conversation. Dumbledore in the same can't. Way. Yeah. McGonagall needs can't. needs to be it's Mrs. A mom. Weasley. It's a mom. McGonagall movie. might have been able to do it. But. I don't think so. I don't know. I Yes. I, Mrs. Weasley definitely is the right person for it. She would have just done it differently. Like, yes. he needed somebody to be like, it's not your fault and I love you. Again, nobody says I love you. It's just not a common thing said in this series. Yeah. And 
Yeah, Dumbledore says it to Harry. I loved you too much, but that's one of the few times anybody says it. Oh, that makes that makes me like sweet sad. Yeah, I think it is um, on purpose. Oh, I I really wish we got it with Sirius. I I could be wrong, and I'm happy to be proven wrong. But I don't, I don't think, think I don't remember it. I think I would have too. I don't think so. He says other things, like... Maybe some... I think someone might say he loved you. I think someone other might... Other people, I yeah. Think like other Hermione pe- would or, say that. Yeah, or... After, right after he... Or, yeah, right after he dies. I'm having a vague memory. But I... Yeah, it's... Nobody says I love you very much in this series. That's really sad. I don't know if it's on purpose or if she's just, like, kids... Like, because she's trying to write towards youth, like, that's not a... I don't know. I don't know what the thought behind it is, but it does feel intentional. But when you're... Even when you're a kid... Like, especially, like, when we were little reading these, like, I feel like your parents, like, told you they loved you. Uh, Yeah, I think so, but I... I, like, have a... This is, like, opening up a lot. But I have a conscious, like, memory of me being older... And recognizing that my dad said I love you on the phone a lot. Like, when I would hang out from him, he'd be like, I love you, and I'd say I love you back. And, like, I have a very conscious memory of that, but yeah. being older. Like, I don't think you he don't didn't say it when I was younger, but I like, meant a lot to me, like, when I'm, like, in college. Same. Because yeah. I don't think a lot of dads say that to, like, their... Co- like, I don't know. It yeah. just seemed... It seemed, like, unique and special to me. I don't know. No, and it might yeah. not have been. Like, for my mom, like... I love it when my mom says it, but, like, it's more, like... It's different, yeah. It seems more powerful coming, and be, and even more so because my dad did not grow up in a household where, like, that parents a, said that. Like, I don't yeah. even think his mom would really say that that much. Like, yeah. my nana does not really... She wouldn't say that to, like, her grandchildren, really. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, it was... I, I feel like there was maybe a shift when my dad started saying it more. I think maybe when his dad died. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true. I could just be, like you know, not, like, just it kind of rolling with me as a child, but, like, I definitely felt like I remembered when my dad started saying it more. Mm -hmm. Um, My dad doesn't listen, thankfully. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if he would, yeah, I maybe. No, I don't, no, it's just, it was, it's awkward. (laughs) Yes, it is awkward, yeah, I talk about. It's awkward to talk about, it's, it, that's, and maybe that's why it's, like, kind of intentional, but it, it does feel intentional in the series. Yeah. It may, now that you've, like, brought it up, it, it irks me. That it's not said more. Especially to Harry. Boy needs it. <laughs> but who's gonna say it? Molly and Sirius should definitely say it. And Hermione. I want to say that Molly says it, but I don't know if she says it like, I love you. Like that. Just simple. She, like, and like you say, like you said... They show it in a million different ways. Right. So, like, right now what's coming to my head are a million different yes, moments same. of where people are showing Harry how much and they Harry love him. And Harry knows and it. The, and, yeah, and Harry recognizing it in that moment. Because he even says that about Molly, like, her heart's in the right place, but she's, like, coddling me. Mm-hmm. But he's, like, the heart in the right place is, like, she he's loves tu- me. Yeah, he's touched by it. When yeah. she says that line about he's as good as my son to Sirius... That really, he's like, as good as. he's as good as. 
Or when Harry sees himself as the Bogart yeah. with Molly. Oh, so they know. I, like I actually don't mind it so much with Molly because I think it's very clear. I don't, I'm not saying I mind it at all. I mind it with Sirius now. Now it's like a thing. I did mind it in this chapter. I was like, just say you love him. I think it means, even though like the other things mean it, it means more to say it. Especially I like these two male Yes, that's exactly. I think with, you know, with the uh, innate nature of like toxic. It was the 90s. <laughs> I'm so done with the 90s. That's not true. Don't quote me. I've just spent a lot of time in it recently. I'm not done with the 90s, I promise. Ugh, wow. Um, but speaking of toxic masculinity, this moment where Harry's, like, crying, and he's like, I wish Ron wasn't in the room. I know. Oh! I wish Ron would look away. Or look away. Uh, worse. But it's kind of worse. sweet that Ron's not looking away. Yes. Yes. I don't, and I don't think Ron would care, but I think, and I think it's a very, like, realistic thing for Harry to be thinking as, like, a 14-year-old boy. It just like, made I don't me. my friends It just made me sad. I know. Because they But don't he doesn't want... care if Hermione sees him. He misses you. And I know you miss him. That's what I just keep thinking about. <laughs> oh wow, this has been a an emotional this has been a ride. Doozy. We've all opened up. I hope you guys are sharing the story in your car to us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Send us a note, please. Yeah. Um. That was all. That was my last note. So. Same. Okay. Um. I I I came up with a quiz. Oh, okay. In the mo. Well, I don't have a quiz question, but um, I have one next chapter. I don't have one next chapter. So, so. we'll just. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, hoggy, hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. Who are the people that um, Dumbledore says to get to um, the old crowd to Sirius? Like, go alert. There's three people he mentions. Um, he def- obviously he says Lupin. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you a hint. They're people we've heard. No. Oh wait, wait, what were you saying? I think they're all people we've heard before. Well, they're clearly people. I meant in in this up to this point. Yes, I I'm, think. Yeah. Oh, ooh, ooh! I remember another one. Um, One of them uh, I Mrs. Wanna... Fig. Yes! Arabella. Arabella Fig. I wanted to talk about that. Um, and, um... This one, I, this one I can't remember if we've heard mention of. But I think we have. Okay. Get Lupin. You are to alert Remus Lupin, Arabella Fig, the old crowd. Lie low at Lupin's for a while. I will contact you there. But... Said Harry. Stop! <laughs> oh boy. Mundunga. No, stop! Why did you spoil? I was gonna get there. No, you weren't. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. Um, I can't. I think he, maybe Hagrid mentioned him, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but I, I wanted to say about the Mrs. Fick thing because this is like a huge, like she's ready for Order of the Phoenix too. She's like, I've got these people. And they told me you were clever. I love that line in the, in oh, the movie. Man. That Mrs. Fig drop 
was what? huge. And I like yeah. that she does this little sneak peek yeah. that I would have never caught. Yeah. Oh, awesome. It's and Harry awesome. doesn't. He doesn't hear this. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Mrs. Fig and yeah. her fucking cats, like, living uh, her best. The best squib we've met so far. Out of two? Yes. <laughs> if I had to rank them yeah. one and two, Arabella Fig would be number one. Ariana Fig. Arabella. Arabella Fig, Ariana Tumbledore. Yikes. She was not a squib. I know. I was, that was a joke. Rude. It was a... Wow, everybody get on Don't, uh, don't insult squibs. It's not their fault. I mean, it's rude to, like, mislabel. <laughs> Yikes. Well. Um. Just do that thing that, like, sometimes, like, people do about, like, being gay. They're like, I'm not. Like, not that there's anything it's wrong there's with anything it. wrong with it. I just, like, would never be friends with anybody that was ever, like, maybe even had a crush on another. Yeah, also, why do you think I'm gay? What about me looks, sounds, actions were gay. Yeah. I'm, it's not an insult. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I would never be. I would die before I was gay. Hashtag <laughs> what Draco Malfoy says. How many points did you get this chapter? <laughs> wow. Just really swerved. I did one. 125. Mm. I really like this chapter. I really like it too. I he's been I do but I think I just forgot to do my oh. points. Oh, okay. So now I hate when I forget to do points and then, and then say you say them. first because then I feel I didn't actually give it one twenty five. You didn't? Mm-mm. What'd you give it? I'm not telling you. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you if it was higher or lower. Well, now 125 seems fitting, because I liked it. Okay. Okay. 125. That's what I gave it. I know you gave it that! You thought I was buying this? A little bit. You did a really good acting job of buying it. Thank you. It's only my job. Okay. Who is your rat and champ, then? I'll let you go first. Okay. Well, I did these. My champ is Dumbledore. Big D. Big Daddy D. Um, But he had a... (laughs) I love it. I love it so much. Big Daddy D. But he had a lot of comp this chapter. Can we get a hashtag going? Big Daddy D. (laughs) Yeah. I'm nervous to see what other things come up under that hashtag. But let's let's overflow it with With, with Dumbledore. Dumbledore. All right, guys. Hashtag Big Daddy D coming at you strong from the Potter (laughs) Club. I don't think our first thing on the hashtag should be Big Daddy Mm. D coming at you strong. I'm going to come full circle in my Ira Glass voice. Um, if you want to listen to this podcast, hashtag your rat or Big G- Daddy D. Oh. I'm sorry. I thought no, I haven't said it. Closing us off. Who is I your messed rat? messed up your joke. Obby. Fudge. Mr. Fudge. Okay. This is my, like... <gasps> your champ! Oh, my God. I Say it. I, like, know. But... It's... Mr. Severus Snape. 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 Severus Snape. Not Dumbledore! I 
So I was kind of trying to downplay my feelings on Sage during this chapter because I wanted I to knew. reveal I my shame. I could chance. feel it. I could feel it a mile away. I was digging him in this chapter. I did too. I couldn't but keep I, my cool towards the end. But I really was digging Dumbledore too, who I also give a hard time yeah. to. So, but Snape is like second for my champ. He really has a fantastic chapter. This is this is like such a big deal chapter for him yes and for me as a reader <laughs> towards Snape there was I think one other chapter where I gave it to Snape because he was making the potion for Lupin but other than that <laughs> um yeah I, was, I don't think Snape's been my champ yet which is funny <laughs> I there were three times in the chapter where I was really digging Snape yeah it was when he talked back to Fudge um, when he did the arm roll and then when he was like, I'm going to go do the hardest job that could ever be done right now. <laughs> Cause I, I put a lot of emphasis on his job. I think, spy. no, I think that's really difficult and I think it does yeah. get downplayed. Like it's not that big a deal, but it's a huge deal yeah. and it comes with a great personal risk. Yeah. As Dumbledore Well, says. as Dumbledore says. As per, I like, as per my last email from Big Daddy D. From Big Daddy D. Hashtag Big Daddy D. <clears throat> wow. What a roller coaster. What? Guys, tweet us your I love you stories. Hashtag Big Daddy D. Yes, please. <laughs> On that note, stay magical. Big Daddy D. Mischief managed. Bum 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 bum. Thank you for listening to another episode. Um, if you can take a moment and just find us on social media, that would be wonderful. We're Potter Watch on Facebook, Real Potter Watch on Twitter, and on Instagram, we are Podcast Potter Watch, as well as our email podcastpotterwatch at gmail.com. Please feel free to communicate with us at any time. About any topic. <laughs> um, and most importantly, please um, give us a review on iTunes. This really helps people find out about the podcast. Um, we appreciate all the reviews and, and it helps us, um, you know, get a better idea of how we're doing as podcast hosts. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it.